Right, so talk over to me podcast. Um, couple of a couple of guests today. First of all, Andy Radford, Derby tattooist. Um, he, he tattooed some some brilliant people. Uh, you may have seen over social media. He's joining us. How are you, Andy? I'm good, mate. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. And uh, and his mate as well. Uh, it says uh, is it Adam Adam PT MBE? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how you doing? Yeah, not bad. Mate. No, in all seriousness, I mean I'm the crack. Like, how are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, very good. It's uh, been a long, long time for everyone, I think. So uh, it's good to have to be on the show. Um, I tr- you know, if you don't know anything about me, I've trained in Derby for quite a long time at Queen Street, um, at Lonsdale Pool as well. A little bit of more ways. It is more ways, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, more ways. Yeah. A few times, but not, not too many. Um, but yeah, just kind of been in and around at Derby for quite a bit. Went college there. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I guess, yeah, it's... It's been a long time, really, since you, know, you come in and out of Derby. Now I'm training full time in Loughborough, so it's obviously good to be on this podcast. Oh, thank you again, thank you for for, for joining us. How did you two boys? How did you two boys first come to to know each other and uh, become good? Started, mates? He started. He uh, as soon as one of those picks, <laughs> he sent me a DM and go, bro, uh, yeah, bro you go. Don't need any tattoos? I got you, bro. Here, got we, you. here we go. <laughs> no, not at all, mate. Uh, weird, actually, to be fair, because we actually grew up on like the same street or like there's the house behind pretty much yeah yeah so it's like just the next street over <clears throat> but i always uh remember knocking at knocking about a bit with like, adam's brothers and stuff they're always getting into trouble <laughs> 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 they're all the same but um <laughs> no yeah we, uh, we've got like mutual friends all, all over the place being from the same town and stuff and um it was always like one of our mates who had, who had tattoo and he was like oh should uh should tattoo Adam. I think Adam's talking about a tattoo and all that. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, send him down. Like, I remember just after he won uh, the Olympics in Rio, I got a message on Facebook from him because he had like a different surname on there. I guess they like not everyone knew. It was Adam George. I think yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't actually realize it was him. I just seen this picture of this like little virgin who I didn't think <laughs> I didn't think he'd even be old enough for a tattoo. So I just like ignored it for for a little while. Yeah. And then playing all together. Yeah. Then then I clicked. I was like, oh, shit, like that's him. I was like, how you doing, mate? You're right. And he was like, oh, I've heard you're pretty good at tattoos. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I've heard you're pretty good at swimming, mate. He's like, yeah, not bad. <laughs> it just went from there. Well, a good a good mates ever since. Yeah, 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 well, it was, yeah. Dead, it was dead weird. Like, uh, closer, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, when uh, when he first came in, the first day we kind of like properly met, it just turned out like we just liked like loads of the same stuff. It was like, oh, you know, when you kind of get to know someone, you're like, oh, you know, what are you into? Like, what kind of movies do you like? Got favorite film? It was like both had the same favorite film and stuff like that. And uh, just had loads of mad stuff into the same music, like. You know what I mean? Just like had loads in common and stuff, so it was easy from the. Yeah, pretty much, I go, oh, what's your favorite movie? Like as you as you make chat, he's boring and anything. So <laughs> you know, like, make a better chat. What's yeah. your favorite movie? Um, and he was Interstellar, Interstellar, mine as well. And he kind of got off from there, and then you you know have a few beers together, whatever, and just, you kind of grow the relationship from there. And I think as you know, as talented as Andy is, it you know being an artist as well, he's one of those people you can just you know have a fucking you know crack with. So. Um, you know that that was most important for me that if you know if he's going to be artist, you know two years, three years, four years, ten years, whatever's going to be down the line, that personality is so important uh, for that, and it's also sharing that aspiration and sharing that journey with someone. Like that you know, 
you know, I will never have another tattoo artist unless he dies. Um, Thanks. <laughs> might do this, right? But, um, <laughs> um, unless he dies, and that's the thing, I'll, you know, I'm very passionate about tattoos. I've always, you know, loved kind of art. You know, my girlfriend's an artist, uh, fine, fine art, not this rubbish art he does. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, and, you know, the relationship grows from there. And as being from the same hometown, again, like you do grow up around the same people. Um, and, you know, yeah, yeah, I think it was, it was one of my best mates, Jack, who put me on to Andy, yeah, uh, yeah. pretty much, because I did, I knew of you, I knew the Radford name, um, as you do in New Toxter. <laughs> you kind of get used to the yeah, house like, names or the family all, names. We're all inbred, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I was somewhere down the line, like my grand's cousin is like his grand's cousin, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So you talk to me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So like, yeah, it's, uh, and then there's some blood there, dude. There's yeah. some blood there. <laughs> You mentioned going for a few beers and that together. I had a quick chat with Andy earlier, and uh, he reckons for a, I think the the exact quote was for a big lad he can't handle his beer. Yeah, because I you know <laughs> I got eight months without a, without a beer. You know it's going to hit you, isn't it? It's like anything. I guess. Let's yeah, uh, not get into this. Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah no, it's, it's a dark road. This, but you know, for me, um, especially when you you, know, you do your sports so seriously and you take it so seriously. You know, it's it does take its kind of toll on you. So you need that. You need to find that kind of relaxation. And for me, you know, we've had you know various parties or various you know going out to clubs and whatever and had a good time. But we also know when to rein it in. So I'll always see Andy like a well, lot. I know when to rein it. September. Yeah. <laughs> I'll always see Andy a lot September December, and then I won't see him really pretty much January to like July because yeah. I'm just so busy. And yeah. you got sponsorship stuff. You got swimming. You got racing. And it just eats into your life, I guess. So your social life just takes a complete hit. Uh, but I don't mind that. It's, it's a good sacrifice because once you've done that, um, you know, everything's still there. The world's still turning. You know, it's, um, and it's good to obviously kind of revisit, you know, all that, I guess. Swimming-wise then, obviously, City of Derby swimmer uh, when you were younger, how did you first get, get into it? Can you remember how you first started into swimming? And then can you remember thinking, um, I'm pretty good at this? Yeah. I remember the, the kind of the first races. It was only 25 meters at the time in Toxted, uh when the kind of older pool was done in the Lido. Was it Lido? Was it Lido? Sure. The outdoor pool was still there. Now it's all changed. I um, remember seeing you crying on that blow up thing on the Sunday. Yeah. The blow up obstacle course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, couldn't, couldn't climb up. <laughs> yeah. No, but, uh, you know, I've always kind of loved, I've always been competitive. That's been in my blood since day one. Um, I think you know, you've got that argument of 50% nature, 50% nurture. Um, and I think I was 100% competitive through them because I had two older brothers and I had an old sister. So I was the youngest sibling of four. And I always felt like I had something to prove or something to do. And I think that pushed me to you know, new heights every single time. So I, I've always enjoyed you know, racing. I've always enjoyed you know, trying to win or being the winner. And that will just stick with me for kind of a life, I guess, I hope. Um, but yeah, it kind of grew from there. Kind of, it's almost like an addiction where you kind of get a little rush from winning. And then you want to go to the arc and win, can win, win counties, kind of win regionals, kind of win nationals, kind of win internationals, kind of win the you know the Olympics and get a world record. You know, it kind of just it just keeps keeps going and keeps going. And you, to be fair, like it it doesn't change because it's still the same hundred meters that you've ever done. People get to the Olympics and go, oh, you know, shaking in the boots, but it's the same kind of thing you've just you've done your whole life. You know, you just got to be yeah. chilled about it, remind yourself what matters. Um, you know, you've got a whole town or a whole city or a whole country behind you and just go and enjoy it. Um, I think the best athletes in the world are almost the kind of the free athletes in the world. 
who you know really acknowledge who they are and what they want to do and what you know kind of their mission is an objective i don't i never write questions down i make notes and stuff but one of the things i was going to ask you is because i spoke to like different sports people before and you just said like the 50 50 nurture nature yeah I was going to say to you, how much of it is right at this age? I was a I was a good swimmer, and how much is it that you've put your life into it and dedicated yourself and like at the right things, been in the gym? I mean, you can talk about talent. You can talk about talent all day. Um, fortunately, we haven't got all day. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm joking. I think uh, I think with talent, it's it's a hard one because everyone's born with genetics. Everyone's born with a skill, whether it's to kick a ball you know, halfway down the pitch and get a goal every single time? Or is it, you know, to run 100 metres under 10 seconds? You know, everyone's born with a talent of any, it could be anything. You could be it's like figuring out what it is. Like. Figuring out what it is. It could be the best teacher. It could be, you know, the best chef. It could be making knives. It could be anything. You just got to, honestly, the hardest thing is it's not really using that talent. It's just discovering it in the first finding place. Finding it, yeah. Finding it in the first I place. Think so you find what you're passionate about. I think anyone yeah. in the world has a talent to be the best at anything they do. It's just a lot of people just don't find it, it. Is, yeah. and people don't have the opportunity to find it. So for me, yeah, you know, I've, what was the original question again? <laughs> I always stray. I always stray. How, yeah, how much of it, how much of if, like, your success is? Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. So, you know, coming back to that, I think for me, I would say, you know, it's very weird because I'm, you know, I, don't, I never like to see myself and go, oh, you know, I'm all talent or I'm all hard work that's a third person for me. That's another person to say that's talent or that's hard work. Some people would say I'm very talented or extremely talented. I would say it's a lot of hard work, but you know, that's just me. Uh, I think it's a fine balance because if you have got the talent and you sit on your ass all day, it's not going to do anything. You know, you're not going to go anywhere, but yeah. vice versa. If you get off and you know, go for it every single day, but you don't have much talent, you'll still end up near enough at the top. So if you join them both together, you're undefeatable. Um, you know, you've got some of your best footballers in the world. They found the talent and they work extremely hard every single day. And um, they'll be the first on the pitch, last on the pitch at training every single time. And it is really finding that and joining and what works for you and finding equilibrium uh, around that. And once you put in, you know, once you become an adult and once you put in life's factors, that becomes limited even more and even more every single day. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's a very special thing to kind of have both. And I'm grateful, really. Yeah. It's funny because, like, <clears throat> now obviously being like good mates of Adam, that we have been for years. So I get obviously loads of people that don't know him but know me, and they'll ask me loads about him. So they're like, "Oh, you know, does he this? Does he that? What does he eat? You know, what?" And I'm like, McDonald's and like just yeah. like normal things, like normal, yeah. like normal people. Like, get asked all these crazy questions. But um, it's cool because like. Obviously, I met him just after Olympics, but like we're friends now. Like he's like one of my best friends, like a brother to me. And like that, I always forget about all that kind of stuff until it comes to a point where like he actually goes and races or competes. And then that's where like I kind of step back and I'm like, fucking hell, like this dude's mm. amazing. Do you know what I mean? Like it's inspiring for me. Like there's not many people. Sheds a tear every time I race it. Yeah. My dad does. Yeah. My dad like loves this guy more than me. Like, <laughs> I swear to God, he's like the son he never had. Yeah. But, um, yeah. No, it's it's nice to like have have people in your circle that actually inspire you as well. And like he does these incredible things. Like, and it makes just makes me want to like be better and push harder and do better as well. And uh, yeah, it's really cool. Where you get asked some like 
crazy stuff, man. It's really funny, like. But, uh... I think once you, yeah, literally, once you exceed in anything, I think people are looking for a shortcut. You say, yeah. what do you eat? What do you drink? What do you do every single day? How do you train? Yeah. But that's for me, like, I never, honestly, I can say this, I can say this hands on heart. I've never really asked anyone what they do because it's irrelevant. What works for someone? Works for you, works for you, right? exactly. What works for someone? If they need to go on, you know, a bender every weekend and to perform or train, that's what works for them. If for me that doesn't work for me, so I only do it yeah. six months of the year. Was like watching <laughs> that uh, last dance documentary do with like Dennis Rodman and that. Like just like every every few months, you just be like, yeah, we're off to Vegas for a session. <laughs> well, he's gone. He's like, oh, Rodman. He's just gone again. Just, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they're just like, what can you do? Just let him go, man. So he's it's coming back and he'll own, he'll own it. Like it's so understanding the personality and the different personalities, and that's why having the right friends around you, the right family. Well, you can't choose your family, but like you know what I mean. Like understanding mm-hmm. their kind of needs your management, your coach, and understanding that as a circle or that as a kind of a continuous kind of form is so important because all of them can have such a massive impact. So if your coach doesn't understand that September, to, you know, October, November, I've got to have to spend some time with the boys or be a social yeah. you know, person so have a normal life, to yeah. relax and really understand what's working and what's not working. Because I, I think you do, once you take yourself away from the sport, no, bear in mind, I'm still training at these times, but I'm not taking it too seriously. Um, you know, you, you do get like an appreciation for what has worked that season or what hasn't worked. Um, and, I, you know, I really appreciate that. So, again, it's all in balance. And that's kind of what's made me, I guess, successful and, you know, reigned that successfulness for all that successful yeah. state for numerous years is I haven't just gone to the top and go, oh, you know, I'm the man or whatever. You know, that's that's not sustainable. You've got to get to the top and go, okay, how do I stay here? How do I improve? Yeah. Um, what didn't work this season? What did work this season? And I think the best athletes in the world kind of humble themselves in their own success. And you've got to be like that to continue to the next success, the next success. So Just hard work there, man. Like, another thing is, like, I'll kind of, like, get defensive at times because, like, you'll hear people like, oh, you know, Adam, he's done this, like, Oh yeah, you know people who don't know, and like, oh, you just got lucky and stuff like that. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, have you seen the size of that dude's hands? Like, he was born with a gift. Like, you should see his hands, man. Like, they're just like crazy, crazy big. Like, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, but um, um, he was on about like genetics and stuff. Like, people are born maybe with like certain advantages. He's just got like freakishly big hands. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like awesome. Yeah, <laughs> spades. Yeah, literally. But yeah, like at the end of the day, man, it's just like pure hard work. People don't see like obviously I get a little bit of insight into his life. Obviously, I'll just text him and be like, Oh, how's how's your day been or what have you been up to? And like just the grind that he does every single day. Like we went on holiday to Crete like last year and you know, it was meant to be downtime and every morning like he was up five K run, like a hundred lengths in the pool and like doing the rest and all the circuits and stuff. I'm just like sat there having a beer watching him. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, you getting involved, and, and, he just, and he was smoking his fag and he was just like, train harder. <laughs> and he put my foot on his back like, one ten more, PD. Yeah. <laughs> and we, had a little, we had a little race in the pool. Like, it was on, on his heels, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, like, you know, it's... And there is no down, like, he has downtime, but it's never like downtime. Like yeah. He's still like doing something. Like it's not like he's just like people. All people will always, no matter what industry you're in, people will always see the end product. Um, so if you see a doctor who's done amazingly well, they won't see the five, seven, ten years 
they've put in to get to that point to do that job. Yeah. And I think that's so relatable with, you know, everyday life is so people do amazing things every single day. There's things but, like that for me, like obviously being on holiday. I was like, you know, to me I was on holiday and that's like feet up, chill out, relax, do nothing. But like for him, he's still like the determination like is is just there all the time. Yeah, exactly. But that's why he's the best that's ever been. Because he just does not stop. Like he won't I do, I do give myself two weeks. I have to give myself two weeks, three weeks of physical rest because that's a, we call it a forced rest just because yeah. you need your body to literally heal from like the repetition, the repetition, and repetition. But thankfully, we went to Crete and that was towards the end of my holiday where I was like, you know what, I need to start to pick up again. And we had made an agreement with coach saying, if we go here, we'll just do some training and get back to it whenever. Yeah. But like so. to see that for me, it's like, again, it's like really like inspiring. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just like, dude, like, you should just be chilling. But it's like, you just, you just won't. Right? But that's, that's why he's the best. And it's like, it's awesome. It's great to see. What's the, what's the norm then? Obviously, you have to have a break. What's the norm for you, a training day? Uh, what, what do you have to go through to, like, each day to, to, to stay at your level? What do you have to go through each day? Well, I say stay at my level, but you never really know what's going to make you faster or slower at the end of the day. But for, for me, it's six days a week. Double Monday, uh, well, if you include gym, triple Monday, uh, triple Tuesday, double Wednesday, triple Thursday, no, double Thursday, triple Friday, single Saturday. So you're doing 15 sessions or 13, it depends, honestly, it depends on what kind of period you're in, but like 13, well, 10 to 13 sessions a week, including gym, uh, which equates to about 30 hours a week of training, uh, maybe a bit more, maybe a bit less, depending again. But yeah, it's just about getting the balance right. So if we've got a speed block, we want more quality than quantity. Uh, so you won't do as many meters, but normally we'd hit around 50,000 as a target, 50,000 meters a week in the pool. Then you've got a little bit of running, you've got a bit of cardio, you've got a bit of gym, well, a lot of gym, sorry, uh, strength, power, um, and uh, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's, it is a full-time job, really. And you can't get away with kind of half in it. <laughs> Fortunately, it's like why I think like oh I want to like trim up a bit or like get a bit of muscle and people are like oh like ask Adam what he does and I'm like there's just no point because like yeah, the level true. of output on yeah. him is just yeah. he'll do more on a Monday morning than I I will in a in week. In a month, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, I'm up. All right, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just like it's it's there's no point asking him for because it's just a completely different level. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I go to work and I can, I've got an hour at the end of the day to go to the gym. Like, his job is to be in the gym, and then you know what I mean. Like, we'll be in the gym for like three, four hours a day. It's just like I just one, I haven't got the time for that, and normal like every day person hasn't. You know what I mean? People don't realize like it's just his it's his life like doing that. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, what do you do, mate? And it's just like, yeah, like five hours in the gym a day. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't do that. <laughs> do you, because I love my job and what I do, but some days I still have like a day where I think, oh, fuck. Do you, do you ever like standing think, right, I've got to do like 4,000 meters or whatever today? And you just like, this is like, what's the champion's mentality that you have to like, how do you get through it? Because you have to still do it, don't you, to, to stay at the level? We have a quote, you know, it's not being perfect on a single day it's just being really good every day <laughs> uh, so every time I wake up I'm like okay what do I want to achieve today uh, and it's not an instant thought first thing I think in the morning is like I'm bloody I'm, I'm tired today uh, cuddle, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, so yeah I'm bloody I'm tired today 
okay, accept that, move it on. Normally five minutes, I have my coffee, get up, start my day. If it's a big day, I'd be like, okay, we need to be on it today from the get-go. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's kind of doing really, really thinking about the intricate things. And for me, it's, you know, is this going to make me faster? Is it going to make me slower? Um, and you can kind of put it down to that, put everything down to that. Is this going to make me faster? Is it going to be slower? And um, yeah, it's just doing all the technical stuff right, doing all the physical stuff right. And at the end of the day, it's just graft. It's just hard work. You can't avoid it. You don't want to avoid it yeah. because at the end of the day, it's going to make you feel good. It's going to make you fit. Um, so I kind of, too far, I didn't want it. I, I actively seek it because I'm like, you know, this is, you know, this is, I, lo- I enjoy this. The more harder I work, the more I enjoy it. But you do still have down days when your body is, you know, yeah. or on a diet where you're restricting your carbs or, you know, you're not getting much sleep or whatever. So it's hard to kind of put those, you know, things into the equation, but those are things that need to be done. So you've just got to stay strong um, and think of the outcome or, you know, the, at least the process, which will, you know, equal the outcome, hopefully. I guess it's like good having like a good team around you as well. Like people on them days where you wake up and you're just like, oh my God, like, I just could not be asked today or yeah. whatever, but like you got it's complete like dedication. Yeah. And that, like, around, I've never like, pushing ever. You in there, like, right, come on, pull yourself together. Let's do this. Like, I've never ever again, not turned off the training. Never ever. Cause it's just, you know, one, it's my job. I'm paid to do it. And two, you know, it's, it's complete dedication uh, to turn up to training uh, every single time on time, if not, you know, before time. The way you talk about training, it's like, it, you mentioned earlier, it's an addiction. So Jay, when you're like, right, I get a, you've, your first big win and then you get your commonwealth and then you, you limp it and then you break 50, 57, sub seven, uh, 57 seconds. Is it, are you always thinking, right, well, I've done that now and it's about what's next. Like, what can I do next? Not instantly. Not instantly. Are you enjoying the moment? Yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's more of a process of, you know, eight weeks, you know, to three, four months. How do I do it faster? It's not like, oh, as soon as you touch the wall, I'm not happy with that. I could, could have gone faster. Yeah. You know, if you still win, it's <clears> going to win. If you still, you know, get a really good time or a world record, it's still the world record, and those moments will be in history. And no one can take the weight. Yeah. No one can take that away from you ever. It's, um, my, it's my mate. I remember I was there in a, was it Glasgow? Glasgow. Twenty eighteen, yeah. Yeah, and he like set the world record again. And like, I nearly knocked this like eight year old kid out. Of me. I was going I was crazy. Like, like, yeah. like let's, <laughs> let's just. Mate, let's, my dad was like crying and everything. Like, it was mental. Like, it was so good. He goes, get a world record. I'll jump in the pool. No, 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 no. This is what it was, right? I was like, no, I said, if you beat, if you get under 57 seconds, what well, was 57, wasn't it? If you get under 57 no, seconds. I heard it as well, right? No, no, no. I was like, if you get under 57, I'll, I'm, I'm in. I'm in, mate. And it was it? 57 it's literally, on? It's, 57 bag on, mate. It's like I went under. Yeah, it was, uh, it's literally, what is it? What did, you, what did they call him in football now? Where did he run on the pitch? Just... It's like streaking. Streaking. It's equivalent <laughs> of that in swimming, basically. Well, I was just going to get in there. Except you know what I mean? Just get in the mid. I wasn't, wasn't going to go Starco, right? You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. I was just going in. But yeah. Did, I do like Borat. Could... Borat costume on the mid. <laughs> yeah. 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 But that, stuff like that is, uh, you no. know, it is good. You've got to enjoy the moment. You, I think we get ahead of ourselves because you want the next thing you, you want. You know, it's, it's, I think it's, um, what you call it relatable to everyone in life you want the next thing or you want the next house you want the next car you want the next thing because that's how humans have kind of designed it yeah, I believe that think on your mind state, you always it, like, want the next thing and you always think the green is grass around the other side but the grass greener yeah so, <laughs> but you kind of just you got to live in the moment and just enjoy the moment and just kind of you know in three or four months time worry about how you do it faster um, 
but you're going to have that belief, obviously, and you know, realise that you can do it faster. I think that's why, like, we get on so well as, like, mates as well. We both have, like, a similar mentality in terms of we just want to, like, do better all the time. Do you know mm. what I mean? And, like, it's just, I think it's only certain people are like that. Not all people are like that. Do you know what I mean? But you can tell the people who are because they're just always pushing it, always pushing it to the next level and stuff. But, yeah, like, I'm quite competitive. Like, even though I don't really do anything that is competitive in terms of, like, sport or anything like that, um, but like, I love going to watch the football, and when I'm there, I'm like, can I have it? You know what I mean? Let's go. We're, we're, it's game time. But and then obviously like going to watch ads swim as well. Like when I'm putting them scenarios where you know it's pick a side. Like I'm I'm all in. You know what I mean? Like and it proper me it is. It's super like emotional, like adrenaline. Like get really like passionate about it. It's really cool, man. Like, it's amazing to see him when it's one of like your best mates as well. Like, absolutely killing it. Like it's just mental, but it's wicked. Like I love it. I always say to him, like, mate, I'm so happy for you. Like you know, you, you're 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 also. He's just like, shut the fuck up, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> so, talking about a big moments. So like winning the Olympic gold and breaking a world record. When you're doing the race, are you thinking, I need to win this race, or I need to or thinking I'm going to get gold medal, or you thinking world record? in your head when you're doing it what is it just I've just got to win the race ain't ain't about anything ain't about winning ain't about about a world record it's just executing my plan my process Um, again like if you you know in in many sports people who are great in whatever they do they'll always figure the process how do I you know get to that point how do I you know become better and that's the only way of achieving proper or true greatness of yourself is thinking about okay think about the how and not the outcome um and you know why am I doing it you know what am I doing how do I do it execute it and you know you will get the outcome hopefully that you desire if you apply yourself every single day to that so I'm just fired up too fair when before I'm on the block I'm like you know slap my chest up everything I'm just like it's full kind of go mode for me um, and yeah. flick a switch in it Drake <laughs> <laughs> it's but, good uh, it's wicked mate because uh I'm pro- well I'm probably one of them really annoying people that like asks loads of questions I find other people really interesting you know like obviously being a tattooist and that, i get so many different walks of life come through like i get everything from like doctors to policemen to like gangsters some of my best mates are like people that it's just weird man like you meet everyone but like you know people that have been in the, in the forces and stuff like that and i'll sit and i'll just ask them everything because like, i just find it really really interesting and like I'll ask Adam loads of stuff about, like he said, like it's all about executing his plan. And it's, it's literally not just like you jumping in the water and swimming as fast as you can. Like there's so many different parts and like bits of what he does. It's like really interesting. And then like every time, like he'll, I'll ask him after he's always super like chilled about it. And I will smash a world record. I'm like, dude, like you fucking killed it. It's amazing. Like, Oh my God. And he's just like, yeah, man. Like, all right yeah. <laughs> or whatever do you know what I mean he's like so chilled and then like he'll say it's it was... all about energy reservation as well because yeah. if you get if you're two days into a nine day meet and you like start gassing yourself it goes like really weird dude like, I, yeah it's, it's, like, it's you get quite design. within yourself don't you like very, very it used to be person. like phone off not talk to anyone like for days and stuff or like it'd be like really minimal like I remember after you sent that world in in Glasgow like we saw him after but he was just like super like he just like 
zones in. It's weird. Like yeah. it's like it's like not you. Super, so, yeah, yeah it's like not the focused. not the him that I see on an everyday basis or speak to on an everyday basis. Like when it comes to like races, race time, it goes like she turns into this like fucking machine. Like, yeah. it's, it's wicked. Like, I love I love Bruce it. Lee in it. Bruce Lee, <laughs> self awareness, I guess. But like you're there with him, mate. Like it, it's wicked. Like, I love, like just to see what he does, like what he has to do to himself to actually, like he says, execute and like just, just you go do, and get it. You like, do too fair. You do get to like I remember in Rio, like you couldn't really communicate with your family because you've been with the team for about a month with no outside communicate or yeah. minimal outside communication. So they become your family or you know become your people you speak to because you don't really. Speak spend that much time on your phone because you know instagram there's stuff you can't be able to see or you don't want to see and it's just a distraction yeah so for me it's um yeah i do find it hard when you do come home when you've got people at your house or you got you know tv crews or whatever you know you know uh, it's, it is difficult because you're like oh yeah i'm just literally just come home i just want to sleep pretty much because yeah. you've been so exhausted uh from that and then you can you know gradually I get back to when, it. You, when you got back from rio like you were Absolutely, like, came out. He turned up on like, all the news right Yeah. Fireworks are going off. He's yeah. like, I can't I wait like, to get in bed, like, pulled up. Like, everyone's there. Yeah. <laughs> I got to be, like, an interview live on the news. I was on like, the car. I was on the car. And bearing in mind, everyone knows the Olympics. Everyone partied after. And we were the first to finish. So you have, like, a week of partying or whatever. So I, was, I got on the plane, slept pretty much all of it. Got in the car. Well, we did some media and then got in the car. Slept pretty much all the way home. And I was like, oh, I just want to do now. Sleep. Got that turned down Bezay and I was like, oh my god, what is that? <laughs> I could hear the fireworks go off. I was like, who the fuck's saying fireworks in the middle of the day? Yeah, like, that dickhead's back from Rio, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's that's the I mean, it's hard because obviously you want to celebrate it with people who have supported you and stuff, but it is also like you know, when you come home, it's you know, from that environment, it's very hard to adjust very quickly, um, especially with kind of family or you know, your neighbors or whatever, because you just honestly, you're just not you, it's almost like a bipolar. I don't want to kind of unappreciate, you know, bipolar personalities, but it is almost that kind of, you've got this kind of person inside of you, but you've also got, you know, the athlete kind of switch. Well, it's, it's funny he's going to say that because the next question was going to be, is there, is there two Adams? Is there Adam that's... 100%. Adam Peter, and then there's Adam that's like, I'm in race mode, I'm in training mode, and that it's like, right, game on, game face. Yeah. I'm smashing there, it. There 100% is, mate, and like, I've witnessed that. And like, it's weird because like... He's, free he's so like... <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> all right. <mate. laughs> Don't know about that. But yeah, like when, I've, like I say, when I've see, been and watched him race and stuff, and like after, like he, I mean, he, he beat the world record again for like the however many times. Like it's just like a normal everyday thing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, obviously, I'm coming out like gassing, like you know, bro, like fucking hell, it's amazing. Like and he's just like that's why I like really see for like see him for like the athlete that he is like because he just goes into this other him and it's just like he's so like just leveled man like he, he won't like he's not excited i'm like dude you just you just broke the world record like it's insane do you know what i mean like you realize like this sort of man, i'm normally bad the magnitude of that it. yeah and he's just like yeah man do <laughs> i'm just like are you okay yeah yeah literally man like it, it it's 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 amazing to see though, like the the levels that he has to that he does go to. And that's when I like really see it for what it is, and I'm like, yeah, like this dude's like incredible. Do you know what I mean? Not yeah. to like, 
You know, no, but it is, man. Like joking apart, like you know, we'll banter all day long, like that's what we do, like. But when when I see that side of him, and I'm like, shit, like this guy's serious, it's the real deal. Do you know what I mean? But uh, I remember, like, when when he was going to Olympics and stuff, like my dad's like a huge fan, like, and he was like, oh, are we gonna get up? It was on at like two a.m. or something. Yeah. Like Adam's race in the final. My dad's there, like, oh, you know, you get up in the morning to watch Adam beat swim and all that. I'm like, who? Yeah, the PE day. I was like, you mad? Yeah. But yeah, like, and then I, I remember going around my parents the, the, the next morning. My dad was like, you won, you won. Like, you broke the world record, you won. And I'm just like, okay, like, <laughs> cool. You know what I mean? And yeah, then, I love until he was tattooed. Yeah, like, that's, to, the, that's the day he sent love hearts. He's like, <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> I'm the biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, and then obviously needed him. And then becoming like best mates, like it's it kind of like I go back to all that, and I'm like, shit, like it's dude, crazy. Yes, yeah, this dude's like a machine, man. Like it's just amazing. Like, I love it. I love it. I love seeing people do well. I love, and then I obviously get to know him, and then I learn all about how he got to where he's got, and it's literally just insane. Like, and people, and I hear people like. They don't know him again, like walking around, asking, like, Oh, you know, well, he just got lucky, didn't he? Or he just got this, or like he was born into it. And all. I'm just like, Dude, like, you know, nothing. Like, I know exactly where he's come from. He's come from the same place as me, one street over. Like, we, we didn't grow up with money or like into opera. Like, I think, I think it comes down to like, you know, people who say that you know how you've done it or you know, you've got it easier, whatever. I think that's a very negative mindset. Yeah. I'm massive on mindset. I love it. I absolutely love everything about kind of how people perform, how people don't perform, why do they not perform, why do they perform. So I think, you know, I've done a bit of study and I've done a lot of reading on it. And I think people will always shift the blame in their life to if they don't like something or yeah. they don't like people seeing success, like, oh, yeah, but he's had it easier or he was born into it or he's yeah. had the genetics or they'll always make an excuse to say why it was easy and why yeah. they couldn't I do it. They don't they don't say it to like make themselves feel better it, it is. It's, it's, a, it's a cope i think it is a coping mechanism for negative people to just, say oh no yeah but i couldn't you know it, in their head they're like i couldn't do that so let's make it easier for myself to understand it and kind of appreciate it because he's got that talent which i won't recognize and be honest about because yeah, yeah, yeah i don't yeah, have yeah. that and i don't want to recognize that i can't use my own talent so well, that's, you know, it's not a, a hateful thing that, you know, for me, I, why would I get angry at people who don't really understand what I do? It's, yeah. it's more of a, like, you can't watch me 365 days of the year and you'll, you'll see why. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like what makes, like, the success story even better as well, because, like, I know where he's come from. And it's not like, don't be wrong, nothing against anyone. And I'm a true believer of, like, you know, it's, it's who you know in this world. Like, you know, these say like a footballer and then his son's a footballer professional you know what I mean like because they know who they need to know to get them into the right places to get the right training and bring up, and like nothing wrong with that at all like you know we'd all do the same but like Adam hasn't had that like he's no sport. yeah yeah like no he literally come and from no nothing and become the best that's ever been and like you, that's insane dude like it's, it's amazing like and I don't think like I mean people do appreciate it but like I don't think enough uh, you know, people appreciate that for truly what it is. You have like, to educate it, yourself. To yeah, because people might not know his background like I do. Um, 
And there's a lot of BS out there because it's just like, I was training my ass off in Tenerife. I was training my ass off in Australia. How could I be in spoons at that day? <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because people just yeah, love yeah. to have that relatability and love to kind of make stuff up because it makes them feel like a connection or makes them feel more relevant part of you or whatever. It's just, it is mad. It's a mad world. Honestly, yeah. it's a mad world. And people it, do so really much like, for Super entertaining. Like I've had people like come through the studio and they're like, oh, uh, do you do Alan Peaty's tattoo? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful what you say, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, I've, seen like, I've seen the sign at the door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're like, oh, uh, I, I used to be like really good friends with him at school. I'm like, oh, did you? And they're like, yeah, yeah, like sat, like, sat next to him in loads of classes and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, what's your name? And they're like, oh, whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'll text him now. Like, tell you today. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Well, you don't, you don't have to. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, no, it's cool. Like, we're sure we'd like to hear from you. But then he's like, yeah, I've never even heard of them. Or like, you know, people will be like, oh, yeah, like, my mum taught him to swim. Or like, my auntie taught him to swim. And I'm like, oh, do you know this, know this lady? He's like, no. He's mad. He's <laughs> mad. It's weird. Like, I think people just want to, like, be connected or, like, be and involved. that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, it, it, it is. It, to- it totally is, man. Like, you know, Go like along with it sometimes. But when it's, like, negative yeah. stuff, like, stuff you've, you know, heard of stuff or, you know, you've done stuff where you've not even been in the bloody country. You're just like... Yeah, oh God. but again, it's just you know negative, jealous people who want to, you know, kind of do that kind of stuff. So, and that's up to them. That's they make their own life choices. I'm sure they've got the reasons for doing it. But you know, happy days, isn't it for me? Really? You, you talk about mindset. What's something I want to touch on briefly? Is do you, you've got obviously like the the mindset and everything. It's incredible. Like it's. I said to Andy after speaking to the other day. Like I like being like the company. You. you you realise you're in the company of someone who's got the, like an unbelievable mindset, but do you struggle? Because sometimes, because I've got my dream job, mm. the job I've always wanted to do, but the last week I've had at work, I've struggled because... Yeah, of course. Things. Of course. When you're chasing perfection or you're chasing something great, you know, that, that's what makes it great because you will look back and go, bloody hell, I've gone through, I've gone through hell to get to this point. Um, and sometimes you become more self-aware to your feelings, uh, you know, you know, no doubt in the last, you know, five years, a lot of times I've ignored it because I'm like, you know what, just get to tomorrow and see how you feel tomorrow. But now I've become more self-aware of my feelings, more self-aware. I'm like, okay, is this a right feeling to have? Why am I feeling down today? Is it because I've not slept as much tonight, last night, etc. So you become more self-aware to your feelings. But I do believe that, let's say, you know, a long-term depression is a long-term depression because of, of something. But in sport as well, that that is so kind of underappreciated because you're meant to be like this all this, every single time. You're meant to be go 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 go, um, so you don't really get time to kind of acknowledge it or appreciate it. And it's only time when you get your you get your rest. You're like bloody, hell, I don't really feel you know, too good. Whether that's withdrawals from you know racing or training, you don't know. But I think you know a lot of people do, especially men. Uh, you know who have the highest suicide rates. Uh, you know, young men have the highest suicide rates in this country. I think it's more kind of, I think it should be promoted more. And we are getting there, but it should be promoted even more, especially with people at the top of their game to say, you aren't going to have a, you know, a great 
month. You're not going to have a great, you know, a week, every single week, every single week. It's just impossible because your body yeah, needs yeah. to find a balance. If you're constantly going like this, high, 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 you've got to pay for that with a low uh, yeah. or a low, low, low. So it's just, it's really just acknowledging those low days and going, okay, what are my coping mechanisms? What do I need to do today? And some days, mate, some days I'm so negative, but I make sure I don't infect the people around me. I just keep it to myself and go, I'm just really tired. I've not, you know, that that much or whatever. I'm just, you know, for whatever reason, I'm just really low today, but I will not affect the people around me. And if I need to have a moan, I'll just have a moan with my girlfriend and say, look, this is annoying me, this is annoying me. And then we'll get past it. The next day you wake up, you're like, you're fine. You know, you can conquer the world. Uh, but again, if you're staying in those lows for a long time, I think you've got to you know, either you know, talk to someone, find help, or, you know, really be honest and just say, okay, what can I do to be better? One thing today, what can I do you know, really well today? And start to, you know, build up a kind of a mechanism or start to build up your own confidence and being better. Uh, because I do believe that we are in a universe where you, know, you put all that energy, you will get it back. Also, at the same time, you won't get it back when you want it. Um, you've got to wait for it. So, yes, life's a tricky one, man. <laughs> so tricky. I think it's like us three are pretty lucky in a, in a sense that, like you've just said, Blake, that you've got your dream job. Like I've got my dream job, and, and like so has Ad, obviously. Um, <clears throat> I think that makes such a huge difference in someone's like everyday mentality because, I mean, I don't feel like I have a job. Like it's more... Like a lifestyle because yeah. I enjoy it that much and I mean I, I love that and I think it really makes a big difference to a person's mentality doing something that they obviously enjoy and I, I, I always encourage people to, to do that and go and get that because there's no excuse really for not being able to do it or no reason why they can't should I say obviously I understand people have like certain commitments and stuff where you can't just kind of like give up your job to, to, mm. to go and do stuff, but you could maybe make arrangements or changes so that you can do that. You know, I meet so many people, I'm like, oh, what do you do? And they're like, oh, I do this, but I hate it. I'd love to like be a vet. And I'm like, why don't you go be a vet? You know, and they're like 20 odd and they're like, oh, well, it's like four years at uni, isn't it? I'm like, and? I'm like, it's four years. Yeah, like you yeah. could you could go and spend four years at university and train to do what God what willing, you, it's 4%, 5% of your life. What you look, yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> you spend like, like half your life at work. Like, why would you do something that you don't enjoy? Like, I understand like some people maybe don't have a choice like at, at, at times, but like I said, like, you know, do something about it. Like, I, you know, I used to, I've done loads of jobs, man. And I used to be like a welder at JCB and like, so around where we live like, or, or just across the board like, it's, a, it's a good job it's a well-paid job like it's a solid job like, I had a contract there everything you know paid well like there's no reason why I could not stay there for the rest of my life and just like you know support supported a family yeah, and just gone along but I just didn't want that and then once I discovered that tattooing was what I wanted to do obviously I had to prepare for for that transition. the transition yeah exactly mm -hmm. so I just worked hard over time save my money to so to support me for when I, I made that sort of jump across and like yeah it was, it was hard work and like you know, you know I had my parents on my back like you know what are you doing you've got a good job like you can't just give up a job like that but men had killed for what you've got and I'm like I don't want it like they can have it you know what I mean like happily like I'll gladly give them this so I can go and do what I want to do 
And I just think everyone just needs to sort of take a step back sometimes if they're not happy with what they're doing and just actually think, you know what, like I can actually go and do what I want to do and be happy. Because when you're doing something every day, you've got to love it, man, to be you happy. You don't want to look back on your deathbed and go, you know, I had a boring life or I didn't achieve exactly what I wanted to achieve. Yeah, like... Because at least you made the effort to go out and achieve it. And of think, course, not everyone's going to be Olympians. I see hundreds or thousands of kids every single year through the clinics or whatever we're doing. And they're like, oh, I'm going to want to be the next Adam Peter. But realistically, one or two of them is going to be, could be a world record breaker. Uh, you just don't know who it is. Um, and that's the thing with talent scouting and whatever. That's another topic for another day. But... Yeah at least they've made the effort uh, through the teenage years to commit themselves. And not necessarily those, if I think people go, oh, I didn't make it in this Olympian. All those days and skills are lost. Hold on a minute. You've got all those skills of determination, turning up, waking up at 4 a.m. You've got so many more skills as a sports person at a young age that 99% of the population don't have, 95% of the population you don't have. So when you go to a job and you turn up 15 minutes early or you turn up, you know, and you present yourself well or, you know, the determination's there, you've also got that extra skill set that people don't have. Yeah. Uh, so you haven't wait. People think, oh, if I don't make it to the Premier League or I don't make it to, you know, League One at least or League Two for, you know, God's sake, or Champions League, whatever their dream is, they, they think they fail. But, you know, yeah, trying, is, positive, trying is 90, 90, literally 90% of success. Um, and people have just got to be more willing to take that step into, you know, potentially adversity to get up here really it's like don't set the bar too high for yourself but always give it your best yeah 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 but like thing is if you set it too high then when you i guess when you don't sort of nothing's ever enough yeah well yeah yeah it's unhealthy it's unhealthy to keep yeah. setting it high. i just think it's so important it. man for people in life to to do something that they enjoy because you don't want to wake up every day and think oh god like i've i've got to go and do that again like ways you could wake up and go or like awesome i get to go have another day with my best friends or I get to sell my ass drawing tattoos all day <laughs> with my best friends yeah. like yeah it's, yeah I just think it makes such a a, a big impact on a person's pers- like personality and mental mindset and I think that's what can really like change a person into a positive person do you know what I mean and when you're positive you'll attract other positivity and other positive people into your life. And that's how it's like happened for me. Like, you know, all the cool people that I've tattooed and stuff, like I just take it as it comes, mate. Like, and it's just turned out that just ended up tattooing some cool people. And like some, I've made some of my best friends I've met and made through my job. And like, that's amazing. That's a gift. So yeah, but I guess we'll learn a little bit more about that when we do a podcast with the studio, mate. That's yeah, to get ready put, for that. Put one. a language filter on it. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. do you know what? Genuinely, lads, I buzz off what you've just said. Genuinely, because at 24, I gave up what I was doing to do what I'm doing now, when it was like a risk and whatnot. So, like everything you've just said is exactly what I did to achieve what I wanted to do. Because I just thought this isn't enough for me, and I'm not going to have 50 years of doing this. So. And that's it, mate. It's like I've always remembered, and people like I've seen it tattooed loads of times. I want like classic little things like no risk, no reward, and that's so true. And like nothing comes if you want something, man, you've got to make sacrifices, and that that's true. And is it you just got to think, is it worth it? Like, I've lost I've lost mates over like going from what I used to do, obviously, into tattooing because I just couldn't give them the time that they sort of wanted anymore. And then going to the pub and all that, I was like, this is what I want to do, I'm going to put everything into this. I just sat at home all the time, drawing all that sort of stuff to get what I want, but yeah, yeah, like, and that's sacrifices I had to make, but 
it's a shame, but I just had to do it, and it's been the best thing I ever did. So, yeah. Happy days. That's it, man. Uh, you've you've given me too much of your time now, so and I appreciate it, Adam. I really do. But right. could you uh, before we go? Could you um, a couple more? Could you pick a career highlight? Have you got a moment that if you had to Olympics projector? Hundred percent Olympics. Was it? Definitely. Nothing like the Olympics. It's got a bit, it? Yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. like it. Really? Can you? I bet it's hard to explain because it's what you do. But can you explain that feeling of like? Because I've seen it many times when you come out the pool, you look up, and you're Olympic champion. What's that? Is that just the ultimate? Yes, yeah, it's the most relieving kind of endorphin rush you can ever have. There's no kind of feeling you'll you'll ever ever experience, I guess. Again, um, maybe when I become a, a defending Olympic champ, but again, becoming that Olympic champ for the first time, all that kind of hard work just pays off in that moment. So, yeah, so I always say it's like. Okay. I always say it's like working a job eight, for eight years and trying to get a promotion in 57, 57 seconds. Mate, yeah. he did the same thing when I put that first tattoo on his arm, that lion, and he just like became cool. Yeah. Instantly, he was like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly the same. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love that quote, though. The eight year, eight, working for eight years and you've got 57 seconds to get a promotion. That's an unbelievable quote. It is. It's so true, though. It's so true. But I thrive, in that. I thrive under that pressure. So Yeah, it's amazing to see, man. Yeah. You're an incredible dude. I'll give you that. Just just finally, obviously, um, Olympics laid by a year, so you'll obviously be training soon for, for Tokyo and, and a baby on the way. What's what's next? Obviously, it's going to be... The process as always. Just, you know, uh, there's a good team around us. Use their team. Um, use the recovery. Obviously, my girlfriend's got, you know, a real big job these next 12 months. But, you know, to work as a team and to get the performance we want, we've got to make sacrifices all of us have. Um so we realise that, and yeah, it's going to be a challenge. But you know, who knows? You know, you know, I think I can go faster. I know I can go faster. So you know, I'm not going to let a baby get in the way. <laughs> I'll, use, uh, I'll use him as a motivation. <laughs> I use him, and you know, as a motivation, as inspiration. Um, and obviously, yeah, do it for you know, now. Exactly. It's not. It's not about me anymore. It's about my family, and uh, you know how I can perform, and you know, put them on the map or whatever I want to do. So. Yeah, it's, it's it's different, different times, different circumstances, but exact same goal, exact same objective. We move. Exactly, move forward. That's it, man. Last. Lads, thank you so much. I, re- I do genuinely, I know I say it, I really, really appreciate it. So when uh, you're defending Olympic champion next year, we'll get you back on. All right, yeah. And then, when, yeah. When, you wanna, when you give me my free tattoo, I'll, we'll get you on and I'll put it on the Instagram. No, 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 Yeah, get some bicep curls going first. Yeah, got him on my back enough. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cheers, Blake. It's been a pleasure. See you, mate. Bye, bye, bye. Cheers, bye, bye. Bye.